That one, year number four. It's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels. Let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 271 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming from Sandusky, Ohio. I am thrilled that you're listening. In this episode, I'm going to be sitting down in just a moment to chat with one of the more unique Port Adelaide supporters uh, from a part of the planet where footy is something completely different, but he uh, absolutely loves both types of footy, both uh, football, uh, as most of the world refers to it, as well as Australian rules football. I'm going to be joined by Paolo Sanchotine, who lives on the Brazilian-Argentinian border, right on the Uruguay River. He is a mad, mad Port Adelaide supporter. Just a really wonderful conversation, and I do hope you enjoy this one. Now, folks, don't forget that if you are interested in getting your local footy club, getting a shout-out during an upcoming episode, be sure to reach out uh, to my socials. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can reach me at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can leave me a note over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. Love being able to highlight the clubs. In fact, this week's club of the episode are the Flinders Park Reds of the Adelaide Football League. And the Reds were established way back in 1927, and they currently have a senior men's club playing, playing in Division Three, the th Division Three reserves, uh, senior women's football in Division Four. Uh, they've got junior football, the sample juniors from eight to under 17 and a half, as well as, you know, two girls teams at under 15 and under 17 and a half. This week, in fact, yesterday, as a matter of fact, they, uh, along with the help of Chad Corns, held a Tackle Your Feelings workshop, which was designed to help participants with strategies to tackle conversations about their mental health. And, and if you're a listener, you'll know that in every episode and in every set of show notes, I always have those numbers that if you need to call and talk to someone about an issue, please do that. Don't try to handle those issues on your own. I'm talking through some things with my wife right now with my summer job, which I'm enjoying doing. Um, I think I mentioned to a few folks that uh, I'm, I'm working at the local amusement park, and last week I managed to walk uh, right around 66 kilometers uh, during the course of my work week. Um, but I'm trying to figure out how do I fit my summer job in with the podcast, along with the commitments that I have to my teaching job, which some of those do carry over into the summertime as being uh, one of the advisors of our National Honor Society. So I have a lot of things that I need to be doing along with that. Not to mention, I have this whole thing of uh, turning 60 next week. So I've got that digit of my age rolling over. And I'm actually looking forward to turning 60 because my, my grandfather passed away at age 69. My father passed away at 59. He was an alcoholic. He smoked incessantly. I don't do either one of those things. Uh, I'm now down almost 67 kilograms over the last 20, almost 23 months now, 22 months. Um, got a very positive, favorable, favorable uh, medical report from my doctor just yesterday and went and rode 
two of the roller coasters where I work uh, that I have never had the chance to ride before. One, uh, because they hadn't been built uh, when I could actually fit on them, and now I can fit on them, and I had one hell of a time. Lots and lots of fun with those. So, again, if you are a roller coaster enthusiast, Cedar Point should be on your bucket list. Now, back to the Reds real quickly here. Uh, this weekend, they are hosting their gala ball at the Adelaide Oval, which is really neat that they're getting to host it at that wonderful, wonderful stadium. Um, they are going to be uh, emceed by Wayne Flipper Phillips, um, test cricketer, as well as having uh, guest interviews with uh, the Crows AFLW captain, Chelsea Randall, and Flinder Park's junior football star and uh, current Brisbane Heat and SA Redbacks gun, Spencer Johnson. Now, the tickets are $150 for that. Um, based upon their Facebook page, they may have already closed down ticket sales, but uh, if you head over to their website, their Facebook page, which I'll have a link in the show notes, and if you're in the Adelaide area and you're thinking about going to this, I'll put the link there. You might still be able to get a ticket. It looks like it's going to be a grand, grand time. Now, also on the 24th, uh, the men's side will be hosting the Gaza Eagles at 2.15, while the women's senior side head to the Haslam Oval to face Pembroke. So I want to wish the Reds the absolute best of luck the rest of the way through 2023, and I hope that your gala is an absolute ripper. So let's go ahead and jump into my chat with Paolo Sanchotine. I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, this was a fascinating discussion with, uh, you know, a gentleman who, who loves Port Adelaide and as you know, someone who is probably a long time listener to the podcast, we do tend to go down slightly different avenues that are not always footy related. And I just think he's a fascinating individual. Um, I do hope that you'll, you'll enjoy this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am absolutely thrilled to uh, be welcoming my guest uh, for this discussion. Uh, we are almost in the same time zone. We're in the same hemisphere, which does not happen very often on this podcast. I'm usually uh, all the way on the other side of the world, and I am absolutely thrilled to be joined by Paolo Sanch Sancho Tene. I think I pronounced that correctly there. I got, I got the correct pronunciation. Paolo, thanks for getting up and coming on this morning, sir. I appreciate it. No, thank you for the invite. It's yes. uh, always... Yeah, it's always good to chat about Australian football. Yes, uh, and uh, before we uh, before we dive too far into this, uh, why don't we tell the uh, the listeners where you are because you are not exactly in a hotbed or a <laughs> a, a huge area for footy. So tell us where you are, sir. Yeah, I'm not in a hotbed for footy at all. <laughs> I. I, I... I'm in countryside Brazil, in the southernmost state, South Rio Grande, at, um, and uh, I'm near the border. I'm at the border with Argentina and near the border with Uruguay. So it's a tri-country uh, border. So in the city of Uruguayana, and you are you are right on the Uruguay River as well, if I was looking at the map correctly. Yes, there. Uh, the the name of the city Uruguayana means off the Uruguay River, right? So oh. that's uh, okay. So that's the city of the Uruguay. That, that's the, the what, what it means, right? So you and, know, uh, go ahead. It, it's the most uh, important. Um, uh, Dry port uh, between uh, in in 
in in Latin America and South America, right? It's uh, uh, and most trade between Brazil and Argentina passed through here. So we are the main gate from uh, Argentina to to Brazil. Oh, for 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 rail lines for the railroad. Uh, most no. trucks. The rail. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. We are trying to get the rail back, but we 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 haven't been been able to 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 get okay. there. But we will. Uh, it, Argentina is not in a good um, economic uh, moment right now, so well, the trade is is well, um, as difficult. To, uh, let's, let's hope they get better because then we 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 gain. Yeah, well, let's be let's be honest. Uh, things are not going great here in the United States either. Uh, so, it's, uh, uh, yes, it's. Uh, I think that's that could kind of be a global thing right there as well. But you know, you are you know you're somebody who I started following. It's been a couple of years now on on Twitter, and I will put the link to your your Twitter feed on there. And I hope everybody, especially if you're a Port Adelaide supporter, and we'll get into that in a minute, that they give you a follow. But uh, how did you come across discovering Australian rules football? Because, you know, people know that Brazil is first and foremost a soccer or football yeah. nation. How did how did footy come to you? Well, it, it, it's an odd, odd story with a bit um, like uh, chapters because it, it jumps uh, some years before completing. Right. So it actually starts when I'm a kid. And there was this um, on TV, right around noon. There was this uh, really uh, weird sports show. Mm -hmm. It was called Gillette World of Sports. They would show highlights of uh, odd sports, at least odd for you know from a Brazilian perspective, right? Right, right. Uh, so uh, highlights of sports that weren't soccer. Right, mm -hmm. and um, a few times they would show like uh, players uh, jumping on each other, backs kicking a normal ball in a gigantic field with four goalposts on each other, right. and the scores would have you know basketball scores. And uh, what a crazy game that is, right? Yes. Yes. And, uh, and and I uh, um and and it was okay. It's uh, and, and watching that and, and so uh, I so. This is a, a football code that is uh, from Australia. So it's Australian football. Really interesting. And that just stayed on the back of my mind, right? Mm -hmm. Then you jump ahead like 15 years. And my brother, which is way younger than me, uh, he said, oh, I'm going to spend a, a, a vacation in, in Australia. Like uh, the, this... Uh, there are a lot of friends of uh, mine that are there um, uh, uh, as inter uh, exchange students and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna visit them, and I and I said, "Oh, great, fantastic!" Uh, but if you're going, right? Uh, 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 can you bring me two souvenirs? I I, uh, I want uh, the AFL uh, game for uh, PlayStation, and okay. I want a footing. Okay. Uh, and and he went there, spent a lot of couple months, and he came. Although I didn't know, right? Uh, but he went to Sydney and the northeastern part, which is not. Uh, uh, it's a rugby league. It's not footy. Right, right. But, uh, um, <laughs> but he was able, even in Sydney, to get the uh, the gifts for me, right? 
And so, like, we get the ball and get the game and try to play the game, even not knowing the rules at all, right? Trying to find them uh, on the fly. And I would always pick for them because, uh, because of the colors. I'm a Grêmio fan, and the colors are, are, are really similar. Grêmio is also black, white, and, and but, but Grêmio is black and white and sky blue, not teal, but teal is close it's enough. Very close, very and, close. And Port Adelaide and Porto Alegre, they have the same initials. So I found that really I, interesting. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And if you get out the, uh, my my uh, my profile on Twitter, right, the image is uh, Grêmio's uh, old uh, uh, badge, mm-hmm. and it's um, and if it's G. Uh, a football PA, so it's, it really could be a Port Adelaide match. Yes, it could. Right? <laughs> and uh, and uh, always uh, pick poorly. And, and and then again, uh, we after a while we forgot everything about that the game and the video game and, and, and stuff. Um, past now more 10 years uh, I, I went to the United States I came back I went to to study in in Washington DC uh, uh, I went for a uh, PhD in politics which I didn't finish I came back with an MA in politics <laughs> okay uh, but uh, my background is law so uh, if you uh, people are curious about that. And um, I, I came back, and well, so we were, okay, let's get the stuff that was in a storage, right? And so well, we need to restart life here again. And among the stuff that were there, uh, it was my my, my footy, right? Mm-hmm. And I found the footy, and I, I looked at it and said, mm, how poor that lady is doing, right? It's been right, uh, a long time, right? And, uh, um, and I found big footy. My, okay. Uh, I, I simply uh, I, I, there there is a big soccer dot com website, mm-hmm. and I try I, and I simply tried maybe there is a bigfootie.com and there was right, and I went to the and I opened an account and went to the uh, Port Adelaide uh, forum there, and start to make questions and people adopted me. Oh, there you go, there you go. Uh yeah, it was really welcoming. And uh, um, and the Australians and Brazilians they they, they share uh, uh, the uh, the same kind of uh, humor, right? Uh, and uh, they they don't they don't take things uh, seriously. They are always may I pause uh, you there because I'm I'm tr- I, there's a phrase that I think I remember from when I was there, and I'm hoping that I, you'll you'll. I, but the phrase, if I'm not mistaken, was miso menos. Uh, yes. And so, that, so. Yeah, yes. that's okay. <laughs> okay, that's what I, I I thought. I just remember that phrase from what I, yeah, and again, I was, for those of you that don't, I was an exchange student in Brazil myself back in 1981 uh, in Sao Paulo. And I, I, I learned all of the words that would get me slapped in the face when I was there. That's that's <laughs> pretty much the, the Portuguese that I learned. And I'm not going to repeat those. In ca- but, uh, you know, I learned a few of those words. But uh, but that was about the extent of what I did learn while I was there. Uh, 
Yeah, but uh, maybe I, I, I may be um, exaggerating a bit because uh, I was coming from the Amer- my experience in the U.S. And mm-hmm. certainly the Australians seem at least closer to us than uh, um, than the Americans, at least. So I, I had this. Um, so I, I felt myself at home there. And and not only they, they, they taught me about uh, the game of but they taught me about port and and stuff, and, and suddenly I I simply couldn't um, leave there. So uh, and uh, uh, I start watch, watching the games and and, and listening. And, and when you start actually understanding how the game well works, right? The game within the game, right? right when right. it just not uh, when it stops being just people kicking the ball around. And you see that there's strategy and tactics involved and stuff. Uh, it, it opens a, a whole new universe, right? So the game changes before your eyes, and and, so, and, and it's such a great game, right? Mm-hmm. It is. And, so, and, what similarities do you see in footy and in soccer or football? Are there similarities that you see, or or differences? Uh, plenty. Uh, okay. I, I, uh, I used to, to joke that uh, it's uh, Australian football would be like the offspring uh, between soccer and basketball, but mm-hmm. the kid outgrew uh, his parents, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see soccer and basketball a lot mm-hmm. there, right? But in a humongous uh, field, right? Right, right. So, uh, in, in <laughs> And people uh, started to, and I started to talk about this. And, and there were people that said, oh, you see, the game is actually evolving and changing. And because you have the soccer background, you, you have been able to understand more what is going on than us because mm-hmm. we are used how the game was, uh, was um, for uh, loads of time. Right. The coaches are trying to put things that they see in soccer, that they see in basketball, and, 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 to, <laughs> and to use it in uh, uh, in Australian football. And I said, oh, so it wasn't like that, because to me, it's obvious, right? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that they're trying to, to, to do things, right? And um, um, we... To, to use uh, uh, to move the ball with handballs using uh, the triangle that um, in the NBA, right? Uh, right, uh, right. Uh, Hugh Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, introduced yep. there. But they are using this how the wings are playing just like fullbacks in soccer. Uh, and it was um, okay, this makes a lot of like a, a lot of sense to me, right? How they are uh, trying to copy like. Uh, uh, a total football that the the Dutch um, did in, in 1974 in soccer, which is or, or really uh, really hard. But some tactics, like people say, oh, why they're chipping the ball around, right? Why uh, why this control of possession? And I said, no, this is Barcelona, right? Uh, in the 2010s, right? This is a, you are trying. the The whole point is, if you have the ball, the opposition cannot score on you. Right, That's true. It's That's like true. A, it, 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 it's like in in American football when you start running and in like uh, in, 
because you want the clock to to keep running. But why? Because when you have the ball, the opposition the cannot team, score on you. The other right? team can't. Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you said that you were in, uh, you know, and we'll get back to footy here in a second, but you, you told me a little bit of a story about when you were in the U.S. And, you know, we talked about, you know, the time I'd spend in Brazil and, and you know, how people tend to be tourists in Brazil and how they tend to uh, gravitate initially towards Rio de Janeiro. And you you mentioned you told a really interesting story about Brazil and uh, relationships uh, <laughs> a, a minute ago. So. Why don't you tell that story for the listeners, you know, for people who are considering uh, a visit to Brazil, which, you know, again, you know, the, the flora and fauna of Brazil is unlike anything else oh, in the world. So, oh, oh, oh OK, yeah. Brazil is a humongous country and I invite everybody to come here and, and visit and uh, with an open mind and trying to explore the most of, out of the country, right? Read about it <laughs> because it's so rich that if you go to only one place, you may miss a lot of what happens. The story I told you about Rio de Janeiro is I said that because it's a mistake for tourists to come here and start in Rio. You shouldn't do that. And you shouldn't do that because people from Rio will try to persuade you to avoid going anywhere else. Because people from Rio believe that Brazil is a bunch of land around Rio de Janeiro and everything that matters and is interesting in the country is there. So if you visit Rio, it's done. No, start Elsewhere, go around Brazil, we have 27 states, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> we have uh, like seven uh, different, uh, about uh, the word in English, uh, by, um, different uh, uh, kind of, uh, so we have the Amazon forest, we have the Cerrado, we have the Pampas. Right, Pampas right. not only Argentina, there's the Brazilian Pampas where I'm from, actually. Mm -hmm. So we have the mountains, we have the northeastern shores, we have a desert, we have everything. Right? And, and um, we have even snow in winter in some parts of the south, right? So mm -hmm. uh, we have everything. We have cities that look like Austrian cities. Right, right. right. Um, uh, so don't start in Rio. But, and the other part that I told you that, book your trip to two weeks most. Right. <laughs> Why? Because after that, you got, you're going to come here and you're going to fall in love to Brazil. Right. That's a, yeah, it's such an amazing country that it's really easy to fall in love. But don't stay more than two weeks because you're gonna you're gonna start to think that it's a great idea to stay, but but don't. We are not. Uh, Brazil is like uh, that. Uh, in, in anyone that went to college knew this girl, right? Absolutely gorgeous and charming and mad. Right, absolutely bonkers. Uh, so a really great <laughs> to spend time with, but not marriage material, right? That's Brazil. I can stay because, you know, I know her since I was 
kid. Right, right. I know the moods and everything. I'm trained so I can marry. Yeah, okay. right. But I don't recommend if you are from a different country, a different culture, right? It's uh, so you're going to get you you're going to know our worst, and that's not right. Good, right. Well, and so, and and what is you know one of the you know one of a couple things that are really unique about Brazil is one. You know, you have, you know, you have a, a forward capital city where, the, you know, the country was trying to encourage people to move inland. So they basically just created a new capital from nothing with with Brasilia. But then you also, you know, you also have a massive city that is just in, in Manaus. It's just in the middle of the rainforest, kind of all by itself, with, you know, well over a million people. It's It's like rainforest, 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 a million people. You know, it's, yes. uh, I remember we've, we've and when the city ends, the forest begins again. It's yes. just that. So you have, um, you have this huge metropolis yes. surrounded by, by forest. Yes. Yeah, it is. We, when I came there in 1981, we flew into Manaus, uh, initially from Miami. That's where we landed initially before then going to Rio and then on to Sao Paulo. Uh, but, uh. I don't remember seeing much because it was at nighttime, but uh, I know that they told us, you know, and we looked at the map that the city was, it was surrounded by just forest. Yeah. And, and, and it's such an amazing state. They don't have many roads and mm -hmm. nor railroads. The roads are re the rivers. Mm -hmm. So the, they don't need to build because they use uh, the uh, boats for everything. So it's a really interesting uh, estate there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, now that I and I, I want to go back and ask you one question here uh, that's kind of a little off topic. But did you did you become uh, uh, an adept player of the video game on your PlayStation? Were you any good at it? No, I'm awful. Uh, okay, uh, it, it, it's uh, it, it, uh, uh, well, <laughs> video game and sports. Uh, I love them, but I'm not good at them. Right? It's like a platonic relationship that I love, but uh, but I don't get any love in return. But I I, inst I keep insisting. But, but it, unfortunately, God didn't give me the gift to be good in those well, activities. But you you have a, you have a gift for you have a gift for other things, and uh, you know since I only I only uh, release you know audio on this, you, you are. <laughs> Your background, I, I see what looks to be dozens, but I'm going to guess there are probably hundreds of books be directly behind you, um, and I and I'm going to speculate many of them are on philosophy. Uh, yes, they are on my. Uh, uh, I have an MA in, in law, which basically is uh, legal theory, mm -hmm. and uh, my MA in in in. in um, and politics is also in uh, uh, political philosophy. So it's, uh, uh, and the, the, this uh, here is the books that I I, uh, I studied for my MA in in law. So it's uh, and so this and then the, the other ones I, I read in the, in the US later on. Okay, but uh, so it's um, it's you know, this is the my my working. Um, library although now i'm a farmer right i don't um now you're but you know what Be being being a being somebody who's involved in agriculture where you have you know you you have a great deal of 
alone time where you have a you have a lot of time to reflect about things while you're working. It, yes, it probably uh, gives you opportunities beyond what a lot of people have. You know, if their if their jobs are are pulling them in a lot of different directions, because you know, quite frankly, the you know the, the summer job that I yeah, I'm a school teacher, but the summer job <laughs> that I am working right now is at a is at an e- enormous amusement park in in the town where I where I live, and <laughs> I my job is not a very it's not taking a lot of creativity or thinking on my part. I'm literally, I'm going out and walking and sweeping up trash. That's what I wanted to do because it was going to allow me to get a lot of exercise. I've, uh, you know, I'm, I have been working at trying to lose a significant amount of weight. I've in, in the last 22 months, I am down 65 kilos. So I've lost 65 kilos in the last, uh, almost two years. So, 130 pounds. Uh, 140. Yeah, 140. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, 2.2. Yeah. So I'm, I am, I'm going out and walking, but it allows me to just to think about things. And I, and I was actually, as I'm out walking yesterday, I'm, I'm formulating things that I wanted to try to discuss with you. And when I came home <laughs> last night, I jotted some of them down on my computer. So I had them for us this morning. And, uh, but you know, it's. It's it's a good time to be able to uh, to just get out there yeah. and think. And if somebody with your your background and your interests, you know, I and I, I I have uh, it's uh, so the farm pays the bills, but I I do write for okay. a, uh, a online magazine on uh, politics and culture in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I have a weekly column every Monday that I need to write, and I will do it after all this um, our conversation. And every month, so we have a monthly uh, edition. I have two um, columns uh, there in the in the weekly magazine, which is uh, so one is um, on sports and, okay. and culture. So I try to to get the uh, so the so every month there's a uh, a subject matter by a theme for the edition, and I try to uh, uh, well see it through um, a, a um, sport, uh, like a sports uh, perspective. And another one, I I usually write a um, a conversation and a dialogue. So I put two characters to talk. To each other on okay. the uh, on the team of the month because I think that um, and this is something that I I I always loved politics and then when I went to the US the perspective of uh, the subject uh, really opened my mind because I was in a completely different environment that I was used right, to right Absolutely. but I realized one thing that in America that uh, it's pretty much the same here uh, that people don't know how to talk to each other anymore. No, uh, no, I so uh, I, I say that no. This is it's uh, uh, it, it's not dialogues. It's two monologues, right? So uh, yes. there are no communication at all. People one one is talking and the other one is not listening. And uh, well, right, this is exactly and I, what I, I, and I and I thought no. We need to learn relearn how to how to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's an exercise of people, right? Uh, uh, we disagree. We don't agree in in, in how we can uh, communicate about the subject, right? You know, people say, 
one thing and the other understand another thing entirely. And how can we we do that, right? So it's uh, so I do that uh, uh, every every month. It's uh, yeah. it's an interesting exercise. Well, this this is something I, I talk with my students about who are mostly 16, 17 year olds. I. And what you just said is that, you know, that, that we don't know how to listen to one another. I said, I said that it's that we, that when a conversation, if you want to call it, that takes place, that the, the person who is on the receiving end, they're not listening to understand. They're waiting for the other person to finish talking so they can make their next point without processing what that person has said. <laughs> and, 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 and to me, there's, with your background in, in, in politics and your interest in politics and such, I think the fact that, that, that far too many of us, whether they be the left, the right, the center, whatever the case may be, we tend to be two ships passing one another without actually recognizing what the other side is saying. And, and we don't, we don't do a great job of being able to actually communicate with one another. And, and a lot of it, I think is these little devices, the phones and such, where we where we get to the point where we simply just tap out our responses. So I think having conversations like this are are wonderful. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, I I'm not sure if the technology have something about that because I think that this is something that has has happened mm -hmm. in, in history, yeah, well, like throughout history, uh, many times. And I do believe that the Americans do better than most on this, which is uh, kind of odd because I know that the Americans have this same issue that we do. But throughout the American history, also there's a when you think that there's it's amazing. Uh, it, it, the, the, the American political history is, is so fantastic. When you think that there's no way out. Somehow, the uh, you Americans manage to find uh, a, a common ground, and then you start being uh, deaf again. Uh, it, 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 it's crazy, but uh, every single time since before independence up to today, the only time that it didn't happen was during the Civil War. Any other time that, at that, the point, at right. the breaking point. Uh, you managed to right to get together and mm -hmm. okay, let's understand each other. And then you okay, now I understand you, and then we stop uh, and start all over again. Right? It's really uh, it, it, it's as fantastic as as weird, especially for a foreign foreigner, because you know, if it happens in my country, would be in the civil war every single time right but no <laughs> you guys uh you guys have uh and i think that it was the amazing job of the founders uh that gave you the uh like the blueprint right and uh and you go back to the blueprint every time there's okay that we don't have a way anymore or how, how we do then you go back to philadelphia right, right. Uh, yeah so. exactly you know and that is something that i I would I would make the argument that that there are a lot of us that don't here that don't necessarily do that 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 we we could we could still do a better job of that here, um, you know. But we, we do, yeah 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 we 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 have go we have kind of gone into little, little factions on the left and the right and the and you know the and the left and the right have kind of continued to 
go further away from one another while the center's kind of been left behind. And the center thinks that they're only the left and the right. And the, the center, if they actually looked at one another and went, we have a lot more in common than we realize, those folks that are at the far ends would would probably have to realize we need to come uh, back to the center as well. I know this is a, uh, a forty podcast, but uh, since we are in my my, my area of expertise, uh, I, I used to to tell people that there there are that there is no center, right? When we talk about center, we're mm -hmm. talking about this uh, not a place, right? But a disposition, right? Politics is like a uh, like a sporting context, right? You have two teams playing against each other, right? Absolutely. So you have yes. team A and team B. That nowadays uh, it they are known as left and right, right? But they could be Yankees and Red Sox. It wouldn't change anything. Uh, and 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 the point is, what the difference with so uh, what, what what's the point? So we cannot have. Uh, a a game where right uh, people there uh, maybe we can be right uh, the uh, since we are the guys that want to sit and talk why can we not compete against the guy that want to fight and kill each other it doesn't happen so you actually have two teams that are formed by people that want to sit and talk and other players that want to kill the other team right yes and uh, so that, that's the the uh, so. Uh, Center actually is a disposition. It's a direction. So mm -hmm. center, uh, uh, but people that. So you need to be one of the teams, right? If you're right. in the center, you're out of the game. Right. You're saying that you are an spectator and you don't want to play. Right. So if you want to play, you gotta put a shirt of one of the teams that yes. are playing. So you're gonna be either left or right. Now, what you do on the field now it's different, right? Uh, center is the guy that goes in the direction of the opposite team, right? Let's try and play more cooperatively this competition, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we're still competing, but you're going to try to uh, get a result that is better for both of us, right? You cannot win. I can't win either, right? You don't want me to win, and I don't want you to win. So let's make something that we are always playing, but nobody's winning, right? And there are the, the crazy guys that they want to end the game once and for all. Mm -hmm. Those are the extremists. Yes. So the, the opposite of center is far. So center right, the opposite of center right is far right or far left, right? And the, uh, but and so it's not that there's a center where you are. No. You're both right and you're both left, but you, one is going towards the opposition and right. the other is moving away yep, from the yep. opposition. That, yep. that's, that, that, that's, that's the difference. I can agree with the extremist in every single issue. That doesn't make me an extremist. The point is, is that I know that my opinion won't win. So I need to sit down with the other guy and make a compromise. Right, right. So I, I, that, that's that's what the which, uh, that's what the, uh, a centrist wants, right? Which, which to brings compromise. us which brings us back around to the communication quite often because again, when you're trying to <laughs> when when a compromise may be necessary, you've got those two people who are talking who are still like in many cases like those two ships passing in the night that, that yes. are only only talking only waiting till the other person stops talking so they can respond without comprehending what they're saying 
yeah, then you are behaving. You you want to be a centrist, but you are behaving like an extremist, right? Because yeah, yeah. On, a centrist, you need to actually listen to the other and try to understand. Uh, one thing that because of our lack of communication, right, the political sides, they created a dialect. So they 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 say one thing, and and so they 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 use different words to say similar things. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the other side dialect. They are not fluent, right? So they don't understand what the guy is saying, right? right. The other guy exactly. is saying. So you need to sit down and say, okay, when you say this, what do you mean? And uh, uh, oh, so we say that. I know, but that's bad. No, but yep. it's bad only if the meaning is the one that you use. But I'm using in this sense, which is the other word that you're using there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then you need, uh, okay, so let's see it in here. And now I'm trying to understand. Just because, you know, uh, uh, I think that politics is a lot of the, the, the music, like you say potato and I say potato, right? You say tomato and I say tomato. And let's call the whole thing off. Right, it's really about politics that song, right? Because it's so close, right? You're saying the same thing, but because you say it in one way and I say in another, let's call the whole thing off, right? That's uh, uh, you know, the, the political spirit I'm, of the time. I am, I am impressed that 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 you know that song, which I didn't realize had had crept into South America for that that analogy to be used. You know that. Uh, you say tomato. I, I, I mean, I know which song you're <laughs> referencing there, but that's that's not one I thought you would. Uh, maybe it's because you're a farmer. Uh which speaking, speak. <laughs> but speaking of that, what? Yeah, you, know, you you really give me some things to think about in terms of stuff I can incorporate into my because I, I I teach government classes, so that's I mean it's definitely. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this much more closely and actually share this with my students as well. <laughs> But back to your to your farm. What is it that you you uh, you grow on your farm? What do you what are you? So uh, so basically, what 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 do I have is uh, the family has right. So I, I'm the man. I'm the manager, right? I'm, my mom is um, is almost seventy, and she didn't want to take take, uh, take care of it anymore. So that's why I came from the, the United States to help her with that. Yeah, uh, so we have a, a ranch, right? So we create, uh, we raise cattle. Okay. And uh, but we we rent part of the the land there, uh, so uh, people can plant rice. I live in Brazil's uh, rice belt. Okay. So basically, it's a rice plantation with cattle. But it's, I uh, but uh, we don't do the rice part. We rent, so other people do. Okay. <laughs> so coming back to, to footy a little bit here, um, you know, looking at Port Adelaide, you, you have to be very excited with what's going on uh, at this point of the season. What, uh, 11 wins in a row, if I'm not mistaken? 10. 10 wins in a row. Yes. It's it's only going to be 10 because they, they play, uh, oh, I don't know who they play this week, but uh they play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't like to talk about it. Uh, yes. Well, I, I'm just hoping uh, that the cat, the cats get yeah, some people uh, healthy uh, this uh, week. Yeah, uh, it, it's your team gives me a bit of PTSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it. It's, um, 
especially games that matter. So uh, maybe uh -huh. I have hope for this uh, the, the next game because it doesn't matter much. So you may win, uh, but when it when it matters, it uh, you know it, it, it's like a coin flip that always falls in Geelong's uh, side, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so but. But yes, uh, obviously, who's not excited is is Rome. Even though I don't think that, uh, uh, and you know, because of my 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 tweets, that I don't trust um, our lead, uh, the club leadership, including uh, coaches and uh, including the coaches. But um, there is something different this time, right? And and maybe it's enough to to. To break the the the, the barrier, right? Uh, it mm -hmm. was the team was always good, but it wasn't never good enough, right? And it seemed that it, it lacked leadership, and not only out uh, uh, of the field, not only in uh, in the front office and and, and the coaches and the coach box, but mm -hmm. also on the field, right? And you see that when. Uh, the team would, uh, I would, uh, I would, uh, you'd say that it would enter into a standby mode. So everything is fine. And suddenly the team simply stops and mm -hmm. the, the position would run us over and would say, well, what? and then the team would wake up again and then, oh, okay, but now we're too far away to actually come back. Right, right. And, 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 and it would happen or during the season, right? You would standby mode and like, well, plenty of rounds at a time. And then, when the team started winning again, okay, now it's too late to, to qualify for final. It, and even uh, and when the games would matter, would qualify to the finals and then close games. And when it needed the leadership to step up, they would never do when we would lose. So that's basically the, the past 10 years. But this time it seems different. For some reason that I yeah. still don't know. Uh, uh, there, uh, I don't know if the, it's uh, the the kids that have stepped up and became uh, a new leadership that you don't expect the kids right, to, right. to 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 fill the, uh, this role. Right? Uh, is the fact that we have a, a uh, uh, at least one new assistant there that is uh, taking care of our uh, midfield, and uh, and then and the head coach is not in the box anymore. He's there on the field, closing closer to to yes, uh, yes. to the players. So maybe uh, so uh, there's a, a a really good chance that uh, at least in the game, right? The changes that need to be done, it's not being done by the head coach. But mm -hmm. by the assistants uh, coaches, and that's making uh, uh, a difference. But it is, and, and and it started when we thought we had hit rock bottom, and we had plenty of shows to actually go even deeper, right? I uh, suppose so uh, that, but suddenly we start winning and playing well and winning close games, and and different players. Stepping up to 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 uh, right to give us the the advantage is not only one player that would make magical uh, plays like um, Robbie Gray that would do that for us, but uh, now it's uh, Connor Rosie, it's Zach Butters, uh, it's Paolo Pepper, it's uh, 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 Charlie Dixon, it's Todd Marshall, mm -hmm. you, you name it, right? It's yeah. uh, it, it, it's um, uh, 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 
uh, Horn Francis, such an um, 19 years old. Right? Yes. Um, yes. It, it, I was talking to somebody it, earlier today and, and I had said that, you know, if somebody told me you get, you, you get to start your club with three midfielders from one club in the, in the comp, I would take, I would take Horn Francis, Rosie and Butters in a heartbeat. I would take them before any other three midfielders, I, you know, before, you know, before uh, Collingwood, before Melbourne's, you know, group with Petraka and Oliver, I would take the three in Port Adelaide. In fact, I would probably take the three at Gold Coast with Anderson, Rowell and Tuke Miller before several of those others, just because of their youth as well. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It, it feels like there's a, uh, maybe there's a dynasty there. Uh, in, in the making, right? Yeah. If we can get the spirit right, right? Because the problem of uh, Port Adelaide was never, uh, you know, of the uh, quality on, on, on the field, uh, but it, it was uh, the, in spirit, mm -hmm. right? It was, uh, it, it, it was uh, the, the, the emotional part of the game that would uh, uh, make us uh, missing finals like half of the the past 10 years right right and, uh, and losing uh, and when getting into finals to 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 lose the games in in, in uh, painful ways right uh, uh, uh we we missed finals uh, we are the first team to miss finals after an 11 four start right oh, that that's how that that's what the, this this team was so we are uh, now we are in 11 two territory mm -hmm. and we're all scared because we're getting there <laughs> right uh close to the 11 four mark uh and uh but it feels that you know it seems that this these guys they, they 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 really want to win and they believe that they know how to do it mm -hmm. and that they are not afraid of anyone uh, although in the uh, in the first three rounds right the, the lawsuit Collingwood and the lawsuit right. and the showdown were absolutely like uh, um, awful. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, it was the the port of old, right? It oh, this is uh, Collingwood at at the G, right? A lot of stakes uh, in there in the game, so obviously Port didn't get into the game at all, and we got ran over. Showdown, PBs, Russell Ebert, uh, uh, celebration there. Again, uh, uh, the Westlake's just ran us over. And then Warren Trevor came up publicly and said, right, Hankley, this is absolutely unacceptable. Your position is untainable. And, but it seems that finally, there's a speech that has been common uh, in, since I have been following Footy, which was mm -hmm. since 2017, so nothing new there. Right. But right. finally, it actually echoed inside the club, and there were changes, and so, uh, and things started to suddenly things started to to work. But I'm so. Do you think? Do you think Ken Hinckley is back with Port Adelaide next year because he's not, he does not have a contract. You know, so he, you know, he, he, he might find himself in a position where he, if there's any job that is open, he could choose to move there if, if they wanted him. Do you think he's back with Port Adelaide next year? Uh, it's his choice. 
Right. It's his choice. Uh, it, it has been his choice since mm-hmm. he arrived in 2013. His first two seasons guaranteed him a, a contract for life. Right. Okay. That's that's the truth. That, okay. that that's how it works. Right. It, it, that this is how it works. Uh, so it's not my opinion. It's not everything. You can't. You may want him to stay. You may want him gone. I'm just stating this, right? Mm-hmm. The club has decided that Ken Hinckley will stay as Portland's head coach as much as he likes. Okay? So okay. by the end of the year, for winning, for losing, Ken Hinckley will, if he says, I want to stay, he will stay, right? Maybe there will be a discussion if one year, two years, right? Or something like that. Uh, but the club won't say no. And if he says, okay, the, uh, guys, I'm here 11 years. I finally got the title. And I think that this is the best time for me to leave. Or, guys, I lost again. I tried 11 years and I failed. I cannot do this anymore. Right, same thing. And, uh, and and then he decides I I want to leave. Then who will leave? But the decision as Hinkley's alone. I, okay, I, I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, I. So have have you had the opportunity yet to travel to Australia to watch a game in person? <coughs> Never. That's one of the things that are in my bucket list. Okay, and I have no idea when it's going to be possible, but I would. Love to go there and and do you know the, the uh, all this. Uh, I, well, I, I I'm a sport nerd. I have mm-hmm. always been. Uh, I although I don't have any talent to play, I love sports, right? And I love uh, and I love I I follow American sports. I follow um, my, uh, Australian football. I. <laughs> Uh, I, I used to follow baseball, but I don't anymore because I lost my team. Uh, I'm what? still a Cleveland Indians fan. Cleveland Indians don't exist anymore, so I, I simply uh, follow the the league like a uh, oh. now as a, uh, oh, a, a casual observer. Yes. Uh, but I, uh, but I, uh, and uh, and. When I went to my my honeymoon, right, uh, I I would make an excuse to visit the city stadium, uh, I, every city that we went, mm-hmm. uh, to my to my wife's despair. But uh, I made it. I tried to make it as most romantic possible. But that that's kind of things that 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 that, that I like. So I would love to go to Australia and just, um, you know go to Perth and watch a game and off the uh, off the stadium yeah. and. Obviously, go to uh, LA and watch a game in Alberton and in Adelaide Oval, and going to uh, Melbourne, of course, and Sydney and stuff, and and do the the, the, the whole thing and and do something like uh, trying to uh, know Australia, but including right uh, foodie in, in this um, like sociological exercise there, uh, the touristic sociological exercise. Uh, maybe someday. Uh, now, is your is so. your wife is she Brazilian or is she American? Yeah, no, she's Brazilian. Okay, okay. So, were you married when you were in D.C.? Yes. Okay. And with two kids, uh, crazy. Uh, it was wow. absolutely insane. Yes. Wow. So, <laughs> so that 
because DC is like is if I'm not mistaken is an extraordinarily expensive city to live in. So if you're going there as a student, that had to be tough. Uh, yeah, so that's why I was in Maryland, which okay. is a bit cheaper. Uh, I was in Brockville, Maryland, okay. uh, in Mo Montgomery County. Uh, great place to live. Uh, very uh, kids friendly. Great, uh, great schools and. Um, Plenty of, uh, it's a, a, a hospital hub uh, as well. So we were, like, we really enjoyed our, our time there. Okay. Maryland is such a lovely state. Uh, I, I, I came back as a Marylander. I, 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 there you go. I there it. you go. So <coughs> before we close things out here, I, I, I had a couple footy things that I wanted to get into and then a couple of other just things a little bit about you as well. But, uh, if you could change or add a rule in footy, what what it what was it or what is would it be that you would do? If you could make some sort of an adjustment to the game, what would you do? Uh, okay, I have a couple uh, a couple of rules, but uh, one thing that I would do is um, first and foremost, again, never stop changing the rule straight in the main league right there should be a testing period using uh, uh like youth leagues state leagues you go up right if it works in in youth leagues then you start a test one another a couple of years in state leagues and then okay it's working and okay. then you apply to the afl right so it doesn't matter what rule you want to change Right, mm -hmm. you're gonna put it to test, and then you put it because the the way the AFL does that they change uh, uh, rules at whim, and then they uh, cancel the change they they do, and then it uh, it's bad for the players, it's bad for the spectator, it's bad for the umpires, it's bad for everybody. So you don't know the effect. You have an idea. You think that if you do this, it will happen that. Right, right. But you you are not sure if it's going to happen. So test it first. If it works like in, intended or better, right? Because it can work better. Uh, then you go and uh, yeah, three years later, well, yeah, well, no, now it's ready to go to the right. So this is, would be the main change. But having said that, I would do one thing that I'm really interested uh, that I would love to see was um. Reducing interchange to 18 per quarter. So it's now in 75, so it's really close to what uh, wow. I wanted to see. But instead of 75 for the whole game, 18 each quarter, right? So you don't you don't save to other quarters or the end of the game. So you have 18. And I would increase the bench to uh, six players and get rid of the sub. So okay. six players on the bench. 18 interchange per quarter that would give the coaches plenty to work okay. and i would be really interesting to see how they would adjust to, to, to that would be interesting. So well i'm i'm not sure i'm not sure west coast would be able to play a game then right now they've got i don't think it put you know that many people out there on their bench uh at this moment in time oh uh, yeah they are. Uh, so, uh, yes up to six yes, uh, there you go there you go the, the, the I, that that 18 a quarter that's that is a unique i've never had anybody <laughs> mention that before because you know i know it had been over a hundred and now it's down to 
75. It was 120 and then yeah. 90 and now 75. Yeah. And I think that the game demands that everything is multiple of six. Right? That's yeah. Uh, because you have 18 players on each side. That the is, goal that's... is worth six points. You have the six, six, six rule. And, and, and so, is, I <laughs> so, love that uh, idea. That, why not 18 then? Because you go to 72. Right, and, yeah. and then you and you have six players on the bench because again, it's the uh, multiple of. Uh, I I like that idea. I I, I like that idea play. a lot. So if yeah, that would yeah. And this is something that I guess I've never really explored, but it seems like every time. You know, if it's if it's not your if it's not Charlie Dixon or if it's not Tom Hawkins or Jeremy Cameron or <laughs> you know, something like that kicking a goal, usually whoever else it is that kicks a goal ends up leaving the ground after they kick a goal. Why? I that's never made a that's never made much sense to me. Keep them uh, out there. Maybe yeah, we'll kick uh, another yeah, one. Uh, big, uh... Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Brazilians and Americans have this same. Uh, uh, we have a saying like, "A team that is winning, you don't change," or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, there, it's a it's a natural Brazilian uh, saying. If it's say if it ain't broken, don't don't, don't fix it, right? Right, right. Uh, in English, something like that. <laughs> but uh, so we have the the guy's hot. Leave him there, right? And 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 no, so you you scored fantastic. Come celebrate in uh, on the bench, right? It's such a uh, um, yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, that makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. So so when you're watching games, are uh, are your children in interested in the game at all, or are you watching the games by yourself like I do? Because I've never had anybody watch a game with me at my house before. Uh, it's re uh, oh, it's really hard. Oh, uh, because of the the, the, time. the time, but yeah. sometimes the kids. Uh, uh, sometimes the kids come, and, and now that the games are, you can actually watch on TV because mm -hmm. the, the games are on uh, Star Plus here uh, in Brazil. Uh, Disney second um, streaming. Um, okay. So I can have, and I can put the games on the TV, right? <laughs> But but the kids, uh, if the game is in the morning, they wake up and then they come. They may lay down on the couch on the couch with me, but they don't pay much that attention. But but there was uh, uh but there, there was uh, this uh, video um that uh, a few times ago uh, uh, a few um a few years ago that uh, by a port supporter that mm -hmm. made uh, uh so they made a joke. That we would lose to um, West Coast in the last kick of the game, right? So he put the uh, and he would put those kicks. Uh, he made a video. Uh, it's on YouTube. He would put the, the, those kicks in in uh, well, both a, uh, a split screen, right? Right, right. And playing that uh, Titanic song in a bad recorder. Um, right. Okay. Uh, song, right? And then I, I showed to my kids, right? Because it was uh, so so funny and so sad at the same time. And there was, uh, so once I was watching a game and the kids, uh, it was a showdown. And the kids uh, arrived at the, uh, at the living room and asked how the game is going, Dad. And I said, not good. We are losing. <laughs> and it was about to end. 
and they started to sing the Titanic bad recorders. Uh, they started to do, 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 making fun of me, you know, mad in, in, in the living room, right? <laughs> but but when Port Wind, they come and hug me and celebrate and stuff. But they, there you they, go. They, there you go. Yeah, I've not I've not been able to convince my wife to watch at all. But uh, so before we wrap up here, I, I always like to ask a couple questions that are not necessarily footy related. And we certainly got on to a couple different tangents with that today, which I love because I, I while I love talking footy, I, I love getting into other avenues of things. And, and you certainly did that today. But uh, I, have, I have two questions for you before we finish up. What is it in uh, what is it that inspires you? What that inspires me? Yeah, what, what I, is... I don't, I don't know. Uh, what, uh, what can I tell you is that it's inspiration <laughs> happens to me like um, a mediumistic experience, like the muses come and uh, it's kind of uh, weird. I don't know, and suddenly it's, I'm really inspired. And, uh, and and moving and everything goes uh, fantastically, or it simply never happens. And uh, I can't write. Uh, it's hard to work on the farm. It's, uh, and uh, so it's kind of, I really don't know what inspires me. It, it's something so, that it seems that I don't know how to turn it on and off the switch. So it's, it's kind of, it, my, simply, my it simply happens. Right. It's um, it, it, it's weird. And I had a professor in college that said, maybe if that's how it works for you, and it makes a lot of sense that it's how it works because we see you working, right? Uh -huh. uh, that uh, maybe academia is not for you, right? You should be, well, you, you look more an art, uh, artist, right? Uh, you should be trying to do art and stuff. Uh, uh, and funny that I'm I'm here. I'm still studying. I'm writing about politics and and stuff, mm -hmm. but not academia uh, material, but something that it, it comes by. It It's more like um, uh, in, in inspiring stuff, right? So that's uh, uh, okay. interesting how how thing went right after that. Okay. Now the the last thing that I have for you. Uh... And I like I've asked this one in, with several other people, and this gets asked in a lot of other um, podcasts as well. But if you, if you were going to be having a dinner party, and you invited three or four people to this dinner party, you know, from whoever they may be, you know, whether somebody in history, somebody in the present day, that sort of thing, who are you going to invite to this dinner party? Oh, that's uh, so. Another point uh, for me is that I, I it's, you know, um, usually people start studying and they go deeper and deeper in a narrow, and the field goes narrow, uh, narrower and narrow, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, but I have a, a more a broad uh, knowledge stuff. My curiosity is gigantic. Right, I and and so I, I I like to learn a bit of everything, so I would probably invite four people from four different backgrounds and try to to learn everything from them. Uh, yeah. But having said that, um, let's see. Um, 
Plato would be probably one of the I really love philosophy. And um, um maybe someone from the time of the Brazilian independence, um like one of our founding fathers, uh, Jose Bonifacio, probably. To know what you know, how how they they they, they thought Brazil and mm -hmm. because independence, like in America, right? You need to think who we are, and I think that's a question that Brazilians don't do often. It's something that I learned with the Americans. You were always asking the question, you know, well, who we are, what what the right, United right. States are, and, and stuff. And I think, okay, this is the way, right? We need to answer the question of who we are before we decide what we want to be, right? Mm -hmm. It's obviously, uh, it's obvious. And and uh, and uh, and I said, because imagine, I, I I'm short. I'm old and I'm clumsy. And I think that, you know, my happiness is, you know, I I I won't get I I won't be happy unless I became I became a pro center in uh, in in, an, in basketball in an NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that I have the resources and time to to go practice. Even that, I would never be that. Right, right. That so I condemn myself to uh, to be miserable. Right, but first of all, I need to learn who am I, what are my qualities, what are my 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 uh, my, my my shortcomings. And then from that, try to figure out what is the best version of myself, right? Yeah. I cannot simply come from, uh, you know, take from the, uh, uh, and it works for, uh, for uh, uh, you know, in individual level, and it works for yeah. society as well. So uh, I, I would uh, try to, uh, to 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 get this guy to to see well, right, you, what kind of image we're gonna uh, we're gonna go back to. We're going to go back to another old song since you were singing tomatoes and tomatoes. We're going to go to the one that the one that had the line that said you have to accentuate the positives, eliminate the negatives. So, so if you're going to be, you know, be a short NBA center, yeah, you you have to promote, you have to do what what what's the the the, the line, stay in your lane if you will. Do you know, find something you're successful at that you can be successful at and be the be the yeah, exactly. be the best at that. Yes, put yourself in a position that yeah. you know your 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 qualities can thrive, right? And yep. all, and that, that's but you need to know what they are, right? Before that, so it's kind of <laughs> so that would probably uh, be that. Um, okay. Um, two more. Um, well, you don't have to have two. You can have one or two more. That's fine. Yeah, but, but you see, it would be around that, maybe around sports, uh, someone. But it, it, it's kind of. Uh, this, this this kind of it uh, it need to be people that like to talk mm -hmm. and uh, I, I I you and can listen. see that I love this I could do this forever mm -hmm. uh, we're having this conversation we can I could go for hours uh, and uh, be, um, it, it, you know in a mood that uh, uh, you know making question and, and answer and uh, maybe like to you know drink like you know in a very uh, um, free environment, right? In you know, a comfortable that you can be yourself, right? That's the uh, so that uh, in in you say whatever you want, ask whatever you want, be you know, find, find, trying to to find to mm -hmm. find the truth, and then the 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 subject matter would 
you know, appear during the the, the conversation, right? That, there you go. Uh, yeah, you would you wouldn't have anything that is predispositioned. You would it would be it would come naturally to the conversation <laughs> then, or come organically, yes. if you will. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad that's not a bad answer. I like that. That's uh. So, if people uh, and I'll I'll ask you to send me a link to your to the website that you write for because I'm I'm gonna guess that once you go there, you can probably have it translated to English. So, it, you know, usually the websites will translate from port, you know, from different one language to another. So, I mean, I definitely okay. want to check. False that out. Williams, I would add there. So, sorry to interrupt, but I need to say that. So, I would add the third guy, False Williams, just to know. Everything about Bort, the guy who wrote the creed. Uh, the, uh, he is the Abraham Lincoln of Bort Edwards, right? The 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 the, the, the refounder okay. uh, of the club, right? The club is uh, Bort Edwards. But but again, what what is Bort Edwards? We want to win. We want. Uh, we exist. If we exist, win premierships, right? What does it mean? What uh, and and then. Uh, how to apply that to to the football club? But again, same thing that I I I, I said before to, to to the country to Brazil then mm -hmm. to to Port Adelaide. Uh, that that would be so three. So I give you three guys. There we go. There, go. there we go. Well, hey, I want to thank you for coming on today. This has been a this has been a wonderful discussion, and I know we went down a lot of different avenues, and uh, and I know you absolutely love this club. Um, and I, I I wish them the best of luck in every round except for two rounds the rest of the year. <laughs> I know they still play the you know they play the cats this Thursday, uh, and I'm I do not have to work that morning, so I will be up to watch that one. But uh, you know it's uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm a fan of watching your club play because I you know this this year especially they are they're playing phenomenal footy and it's just a lot of fun to watch um if people want to give you a, a follow on twitter where can they do that and i will put the links in there but if you want to tell them now you could go ahead and do that as well uh, so uh twitter it's uh at Grammyo power right um Grammyo is g-r-e-m-i-o it means guild in portuguese it's my soccer uh it's the soccer club that i that I, that I, it, it's the that I, I follow since I was was a kid. So I, okay. I and it's my account to follow sports. If you want to know more about politics, then it's my name, but uh, but the last name first. So it's at San Sancho Tene Paulo, and then there uh, I I'm also in Instagram uh, at pr uh, Sancho. Okay, so that's uh, where you could uh, you, you can you can find me. And I I will, and I, I will put I'll put all of those links in the uh, in the show notes if you want to give him a follow. And again, especially if you're a Port Adelaide supporter, you're definitely going to want to give him a follow. Um, and I guess even if you are a Crows supporter, you may want to give him a follow. On the off chance you know that the the Crows win the next uh, showdown game, you can give him a little bit of a hard time about that. I I love banter. I go. really do. There you go. And I love uh, uh, Schadenfreude is a beautiful feeling, yes. right? And if you want to, and if you want to enjoy that through me, you can do it if you're free. <laughs> but you know, know that if what comes goes back, right? There you go. That's, that's it. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Well, but, uh, 
ladies and gentlemen, my guest has been uh, Paulo Sancho Tene, and I want to thank you, uh, Paulo, for coming on this morning. This is this has been a wonderful discussion, and uh, I'm I'll uh, I'll even you know put a link to like your like the your community's website up on the uh, like the city's website up on my uh, show notes as well if people want to check out where you are located. Uh, because you are not exactly in the hotbed of Australian football, but you're doing your part to <laughs> to grow the game there. I mean, it's it's the same with with me here in Ohio. And it's funny you mentioned being a Cleveland Indians uh, fan because I I live about an hour west of Cleveland, so I've I've grown up as a Cleveland fan. But I've not watched baseball now in over three years uh, because I'm I'm very frustrated <laughs> with the uh, the way that the uh, the game is being. Uh, operated these days they're they're trying to turn it into a game that is timed rather than this bucolic untimed game and it's i just am really not happy with what they're doing so i'm so, i'm so thankful that i've discovered footy so thankful for that yeah uh, yeah well i i still love baseball i have uh, uh including uh i have an article that i wrote uh when i was there in the united states so i can send you the link later on in defense of the human empires, because people want to put a, make a electronic empire to call balls and strikes. And I right. think that this is the death of baseball. And I, and I explain why in the, in, 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 in the article and it, and it has a lot of to do with my background in law and mm -hmm. philosophy, but it's kind of uh, interesting. Then I, 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 I can send to you, uh, after I would, that, I would love but, to read uh, that. again, people, people that want to get in touch with me, uh, again, feel free to, um, send me messages and stuff. Uh, I, I answer them as better as I can, but please i just go there and, and shoot any question that you you may have i i don't i don't mind it at all terrific terrific well sir i hope you have a fantastic monday afternoon and uh yeah I, you too all right paulo thanks so very much for sitting down to chat with me i know how stoked you are about how well port adelaide are playing at the moment uh, i'm not sure what you're going to do this weekend with the bye Ladies and gentlemen, remember you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, yankonthefooty.com. You can get on the mailing list there, which I hope you'll do. If you enjoy the show, I hope you'll consider leaving a review. You can do that either on the website or over on um, Apple Podcasts or Google. There are links to do that in both places. If you want to help out the podcast, uh, you can click on that Buy Me a Coffee button. You can leave me a voicemail there as well. I do have my store page there as well. A uh, couple new stickers that are available. Um, I have them in my cart. I've not made the purchase yet, but uh, I'm going to be doing that soon. And if you've got an idea for a great guest, please feel free to drop me a note. Again, you can do that on the website, or you can do that via email at yankonthefoot at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at yank underscore on, or you can search out my name, Craig Wessels, on LinkedIn or on Facebook, or a Yank on the Footy podcast on Facebook, or a Yank on the Footy on Instagram. Now, ladies and gentlemen, look out for one another. Check up on your friends. If you need to talk to somebody, please reach out and talk to somebody. Let them know that you need uh, to discuss some things with them because uh, we don't need to be fighting our battles alone. And we all are dealing with things that no one else has any idea about. And if we don't tell anyone, how are we going to be able to resolve these issues? Folks, I hope you have a wonderful weekend.
It's going to be a great weekend of footy. It's the last weekend of the buys. Um, I, for one, am uh, excited about the Cats playing again this week. They need to uh, get up off the canvas. Uh, they're going to have their ruck back this week, it sounds like. Reese Stanley will back, be back in at ruck. They desperately need him. Yes, I know he's only uh, one man going up against Grundy, but we shall see what happens. And since I'm going to be doing my tips episode tomorrow morning, I have to go with my heart at home. I'm going to go with the Cats by seven points in this game, although I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if Melbourne wins. I know that the Cats are going to be without Patty Dangerfield. The Ds are going to be without Clayton Oliver again. But I, I'm hoping that on the home deck, uh, it works out for them. But folks, I appreciate the kind words. I do hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 271 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yankonthefootygmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook as well. Just look for A Yank on the Footy or A Yank on the Footy Podcast. Or you can find everything at my website, yankonthefooty.com. I hope you'll share the episode with your friends and family. And if you enjoy it, please do share. That would be a huge, huge help. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye. <laughs>